You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 209. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my co-host, Rigel. Rigel, hey. what's happening, man? Hey, I've been, I've been good. You've been, been good? really good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my uh, my family's in town. Uh, hey. Celebrating my sister's uh, birthday. Word. And, yeah, it's been a... Uh, it's been a really good time. We um we actually just got back from downtown Charleston, uh-huh. and um we went to go see the uh, the Lightning Thief musical. Ooh, uh, okay. There, uh, but also just being in downtown Charleston, it's been like a good solid year since last time I was like really down there. Yeah. Oh my god, there's <laughs> so much gentrification. There, th- I went into the Target. Yeah. That's in downtown historic Charleston. That's now. right. There's a target there now yeah oh yeah like, yeah yeah man expanded what, what world are we in hey man hey i'm not gonna lie just driving into ch- downtown charleston for all of our listeners who don't know anything about charleston south carolina people outside of the state it's you know it's just like any other metropolitan city mm-hmm. where back in the day it was a certain way and it had some type it definitely had its authenticity about it and yep. you could kind of just feel it now like a bunch of other cities all around the country and i'm sure the world it's just you know things are getting taken away more condos are getting put up uh gentrification moving to people that was there that kind of made the city what it was moving them out of here they're getting them the hell out yeah. <laughs> just to make room for these high rises and you know you know making everything's obnoxiously expensive it, <laughs> so oh my it's God, yeah. it's insane so yeah not nah, I definitely feel you, man. Yeah, I haven't been downtown in in quite some time, uh, but you know, I one thing about downtown, I hate going there at night because all of the one way streets. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, oh my god, going down King Street yeah. at night. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how. So your family, y'all were good. Y'all were good navigating. Oh, yeah, y'all had yeah, the ways. We so, I, uh, <laughs> I used to be a tour guide, so like I knew. Oh, okay. Well, I so knew where I was going the whole time. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you got it. You got it. Woo, man, let's like like we were on King Street and we were like trying to look for uh like a quick place to uh to eat or get like a little drink or something. Yeah. And uh I was like, "Oh yeah, there used to be uh there's a Moe's down here, isn't it?" And then uh my, my fiance Alicia was like, "The Moe's is gone. It's a um uh, a quick stop now or I think that's the place or like a re- it's a refuel." Oh, and okay. I was like, okay. "The hell is a refuel?" Yeah. That's it's that. a convenient it's a gas station convenience store. Right. But without any gas without no gas and i was like for this we trade a mose <laughs> we had a perfectly good mose and had a no, good mose uh, man anyway yeah anyway. yeah no i feel you on that though man it's uh it things are changing man times yeah. are changing like everywhere you you know you go or 
even back in the day where you seen a certain thing it's just like it's gone now you know they're cutting trees down left and right and it's like gosh man it's just it's just too much man mm. I, like i definitely know i'm like yeah i'm i'm the oldest i'm sounding my age but i'm serious though i understand i understand how older people are like oh man it's there's so much change now i'm yeah. like uh it's not it's, it's missing its essence that's the word yes you know so yes fully agree yeah man well you know hey i'll tell you one thing my uh my past week has been going going pretty well uh staying busy as always and uh but yeah man it's a lot of sickness going on out here uh-huh. man uh for the listeners out there we originally planned to have a jam-packed show <laughs> with a returning little ceo and ant joining us and uh, both of them done got sick. Uh, this both yeah. of them. Both of them got sick. CO, I mean, obviously CO around here somewhere, coughing it up, hiding in the corner. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, stay away. You, you stay over there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, We'll get them next time. Yeah, next time. We'll, you know, we'll try to, you know, get everybody up in here, man. But uh, other than that, though, hopefully all of our listeners out there, hopefully y'all are staying healthy because, uh, yeah, man, it's just a nasty bug that's going around. So, mm-hmm. you know, done caught two of our hosts. I don't like it. <laughs> so be aware and be wary. And again, please continue to use that sanitizer. And, uh, you know, if you still rock that mask, man, rock. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, but other than that, though, you ready to go ahead and get jumped into these breaking news headline stories? Oh, yeah. There, there was a lot this week. So let's go right in. Yes, do it. All right, guys, breaking news headlines. And uh, unfortunately, we got to, you know, pay our condolences to uh, one of the iconic figures in pop culture that a lot of people don't know about, but they know of Sesame Street. Yes, indeedy. I know everybody knows Sesame Street. Everybody knows how to get there, right? Everybody do. Tell me how to get how to get to Sesame Street. Yep. Well, looks like the co-creator, Lord or not Lord, Lloyd in uh, Morset actually passed away at the age of 93. He was one of the co-founders, of course, along with himself. Uh, Joan Gans Cooney and Jim Henson, of course, yeah. were the uh, original co-creators of Sesame Street. So, um, But yeah, I believe there was a statement uh, read from the Sesame Street workshop. They said that he was fascinated by the power of technology and constantly thinking about new ways it could be used to educate. Uh, We've been influenced by his passion, dedication, and firm belief in the transformative power of educational media. Lloyd's presence will forever be felt in our halls, in our hearts, and in our work on behalf of children and families around the world. So, Mm. yeah, man. I mean, he definitely left an imprint right there, man. I mean, he was the co-creator of Sesame Street that we all love. And yeah, man, I mean, who didn't watch Sesame Street growing up as a kid? Like, it's such a huge cultural impact in in America. I feel like worldwide, Mm -hmm. like you can you can see Elmo anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to see them live, man. Uh, Did you really? Yeah, I did. They uh, they came to North Charleston. I believe it was maybe like a year and a half ago. And man, they put on a great show. I oh mean, my god they do they do man elmo was out of course elmo was a superstar i was yeah. i ain't gonna lie i was kind of seeing like oh man elmo might be the diva you know what i'm saying <laughs> it, might, it might be the eagle you know how that go you know when you're the, when I, you're the main attraction it's like elmo like has this really nice persona but then yeah. backstage they're just like an absolute bastard like this yeah, isn't yeah. the right kind of crap 
Pacino. <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking for it. I was looking for. I was trying to see how he interacted with the other, you know, the other characters. But he seemed all right. But it could okay. been could have been putting on a show. You what, know what I'm saying? What if it's Big Bird that's actually got the? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I, I thought it was Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird seemed like he was cool. Everybody seemed cool, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was looking. I was I was trying to find some type of you know nastiness that's going on. Mm-hmm. Some type of you know like oh yeah they don't really like each other. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember the um the in the Muppets movie, the original Muppets movie, when they're uh, they're doing their road trip, they're going to Hollywood, and uh, they pass by Big Bird hitchhiking on the side of the road. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Hey, where are you going?" He's like, "Oh, I'm about to break into national television." It's like, <laughs> "Oh, good luck with that." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, we know they get petty. I mean, that happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you expect that type of behavior, but you know they keep it behind scenes, though. Thankfully, you know yes. what I'm saying. Sometimes things, you know carry over that happens you know but uh but other than that though uh definitely want to send a uh rest in peace and condolences to the family of lloyd in morset uh, 93 i mean wow like that's yeah. a life man and the fact that you changed the lives of so many children like when i was a kid we were all kids we were all children at one point in time we all watched Sesame Street at some point in time, whether it be at home with your family, by yourself, or at school. I mean, that's where it was, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, so definitely want to, again, send a rest in peace to the family of Lloyd in Morset. Rest in peace. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. All right, and then we're going to go ahead and move on to some uh, some scandalous news man <laughs> rick and morty it's been officially they uh fired a co-creator and star justin Rowland amid domestic abuse allegations now we reported on this last week and uh right when the story broke mm. and uh, we wasn't sure if you know adult swim or rick and morty was going to keep them like because again these are allegations nothing kind of quote quote unquote cemented but even though I mean, it looks it, it looks, looks pretty like bad. it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they let him go, and social media was definitely uh, when it happened. People had their opinions. You know, the people. <laughs> I, love, I love the one tweet where it's like uh, between uh, that and Panic at the Disco breaking up. Like every thirty-two uh, year old in a smoke shop is just losing it right now. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Yes, yeah, it's, it's going crazy right now, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw. All the news outlets talk about it. And, of course, I'm like, all right, let me see what the people are saying. And I already know what the people are going to say. Oh, yeah. You already know. Yeah, like, oh, like, man, what, is, what happened to innocent till proven guilt? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, oh, this dude loses. What? And these all allegations. What's going on? Ah, uh, freedom. Yeah, <laughs> What's no. happening? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I will say I'm actually very proud of Adult Swim for actually taking this stand. I was shocked when I saw it, but uh-huh. when I saw it, it was like, you know what? This is the appropriate course of action. Mm-hmm. They're, they said in that statement, we are moving on without him. The show is going to continue on without him. And although that's a difficult task, sure. Yeah, because he uh, voiced like pretty much almost every character, mo- right? Most of most yeah, of. he's Rick Morty and most of the supporting cast. Yeah. Um. But that being said, uh, yeah, no, I the balls on you guys to actually like do that mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. see like okay, yeah, no, this is a problem. We are taking care of it and yeah. we're addressing it. Unlike other studios mm. with other actors oh. if you if you've been listening you you know exactly who uh, yeah, i'm talking yeah, we, about yeah we know what you're talking about <sighs> yeah gotta go 
fast. <laughs> I see what you did there. Got to go yeah. fast. You already know. Okay. Uh, but you know what? It, it is interesting because, you know, I looking at the comments and, you know, I echo those same sentiments. But the thing that people who are upset about, like, wait, I, I mean, what is it, man? It's another person get fired due to allegations and stuff. What I mean, what happened? It's like, well, at the end of the day, I feel like the company did what was best for the company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people don't. I, I think they missed the whole point of, look, we're not saying he's like going to go to jail. It's one thing. It's like, OK, if you get alleged to something and you go into jail, then I can understand. Like, wait a minute. What about, you know, the, the trial? Like, what I mean, we're just not going to just put this guilt on this person. But people fail to realize when you work at a organization, business, whatever, a lot of times they have this thing called like code of ethics. Yeah. Right. So if you do something that makes that company business or what have you look bad regardless it could be off the clock you represent that company most yep. people you have to understand right that's why i don't understand why a lot of people post some crazy stuff on social media when they work <laughs> for an organization you don't think that organization keeps an eye on your social media you got another thing coming because they watch everything you do so if you go out of line and the company's like you're making us look bad yep. we got to cut ties even if you quote unquote are innocent but if it looks really, really bad, which in this case, it looks really, really bad. Like, yeah, this isn't just you know? someone on Twitter said this or there's just someone like making these these allegations like that. There are legitimate like police reports yeah, to back this up. It's evidence. And yeah, there is evidence. <laughs> it's a lot of evidence. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff that you cannot deny or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From. You're not yeah. just pulling this out of thin air like, nah, this is legit. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I just I always laugh when I whenever I hear stuff like that. But like you were saying, it's not like someone says something and it's oh well, this person said you did it. Now you're out of a job. Not talking about that. When you got evidence to you know receipts to back up the nastiness that, yeah. <laughs> that you're and yeah yeah. And uh, it's it's also important to note that like this isn't just Rick and Morty that Justin Roiland's uh, been cut from. Right, right, right. He's uh, resigned from uh, Squanch Games, which was uh, his gaming company, and mm -hmm. they're they're moving on without him as well. And uh, Solar Opposites also cut ties with him too. Right, um, right. So yeah, with with that being said. Um, there's been a lot of like fan casting going around. For, I was going to ask yes. that. Like, who do you suggest to uh, to take over that that role? Or is it going to be more than one person? Or do you think one person can hold it down just like uh, like Justin did? So there have been a few uh, like interesting choices that I've seen going around. Like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Seriously? Like some, well, I think some of them are some like <laughs> memes. I, I did see one where it was like. Um, uh, Danny DeVito and Charlie Day. Oh, okay. The characters. That like, might work. You know what? I yeah, can't I actually can, see that. I can hear that. I um. I also think. Well, I don't want to say Tom Kenny because Tom Kenny's already in the show with many supporting characters as well. Yeah. Um. But he would also do a very good job. Okay. Uh, maybe like uh, you know my with my little sister being in town, she's been showing me a lot of uh. Jerma, he's like this YouTuber, Twitch streamer guy that yeah. like got this very zany uh, improv sense of humor that's like very much goes into that same style of right. I don't know if, I mean, okay, let's be real. Real talk. Real okay. talk. All here. right, let's get real. Here we go. Everyone can do these voices. In fact, I'm going to. Here's my here's my audition pitch. Here we to go. Be, uh, frickin' Rick Sanchez. All right. And, uh, Morty Smith. Let's hear. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. Mm. Morty, 
Morty, I, I, I got a present for you, Morty. Oh, geez, Grandpa Rick, you really didn't have to. No, 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 Morty, I got you a teddy bear, Morty. Oh, uh, well, why's he got a big stick and uh, it's starting to beat me? I speak softly, but I carry a big stick. Yeah, it's a Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Ro Morty. Not, not many people know that, but the, the, the teddies are named after Teddy Roosevelt. I engineered a teddy bear to be exactly like Teddy Roosevelt, and he's going to whip you into shape to be a man, Morty. We got to make you a man so we can take you into deep space, Morty. I've already been to space, Grandpa Rick. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the dark space, Morty. The dark end of space. You know how, like, there's the web and then there's the deep web. You know how there's the state and then there's the deep state, Morty? Take you to deep space. That's where the, you know Darth Vader, Morty? He's real, Morty, and I'm taking you to him. And you got beat up the teddy bear if you want to get to him. Oh, boy, where's the gym? Ah, Grandpa Rick. There you go. End scene. That's, don't look me in the eyes. Yep. Yep. How does the people feel? How does the people feel? I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> that was a good job. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Tell me that's that not a scene from a the good show. good job, yo. It's, wow. You, hey, look. <laughs> it's really not that hard. I that just was amazing. To, like, I really just need to, like, do a... Uh, you just got to get drunk for real. I just got to get drunk You just got to get drunk for real. And burp more in just my burp. sentences. Yeah. And that's it. That, that's literally all it is. It's not that hard. So, yeah, no, honestly... Uh, Anyone, anyone anybody could do it well, what about you j-rock hey look i mean I, you got my vote I, seriously <laughs> i look at the end of the day i didn't know that i didn't know that he voiced all these characters but it makes sense yeah. i would because obviously i'm late to the rick and morty uh bandwagon i'm super late i think i'm like maybe four years behind when everybody was talking about it. i didn't know what it was i didn't, i just didn't pay it much mind so i just recently got on board and i didn't know that he did all of that so yeah you're right i mean hey if if not to say that you can't do it but it's like all right i mean you proved it like there are people <laughs> who can do this yeah, so exactly i'm confident and uh and I, let me read the statement that adult swim said uh, i believe they have here we go adult swim has ended its association with justin Rowland. rick and morty will continue and the talented and dedicated crew are hard at work on season seven i think they need to go ahead and give you a call and uh get you in that booth man that's a lot of work hit me up on instagram there we go <laughs> yeah. let them know man all right well uh we'll definitely keep a close eye on this obviously you know this whole case of um you know felony count of domestic battery and corporal injury uh we're definitely going to find out more and more as uh the story unfolds because uh yes some nastiness going on out here but uh but yeah there we go all right we'll uh we'll move on from that story to another story that we talked about a few weeks ago about uh netflix and their uh i don't know i, I don't want to say obsession but they're quick to cancel a show just like that mm -hmm. and uh word got out to the uh to the co-ceo and he actually spoke to the press and i believe it was bloomberg and uh the co-ceo ted sarandos says that the company has never canceled a successful show yeah 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 you heard that right that's yeah he said that the company is never canceled a successful show but now everyone's saying well in that case 
What's your definition of a successful show? Thank you. Yeah. That's what we want to know. What are the metrics for success in your eyes? Well, he says that his definition of success is a ratio of the show's audience to budget. So if a show that has a large budget but a small audience is not a success. Okay, I get that. But here's the kicker, though. You don't let us know your analytics. Yeah. We don't know. What are the the audience figures? Yeah. The, and it, is it like, is this an audience that you're like hoping to cater to? Right. Or is this just a like all around reach kind of audience? Because like uh, the one of the things that comes to mind for me at least is uh, like I'm hearing this. I'm thinking of like the, the Cowboy Bebop show. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. you don't consider that show a success. You cancel it after one season. Mm-hmm. Even even though it even though it wasn't very well received critically right uh it still got pretty good traction was still like pretty heavily viewed mm-hmm. and it's like um so what and what point did it fail right because it like it certainly did bring in an audience people absolutely watch it yeah like what what exactly is the the what's quote the issue? unquote audience? Yeah, yeah, what's, what's the audience? What's the issue? Let us yeah. know because I'm like, hey, I would agree with you if you showed us the data, and they're yeah. not going to show us the data. Like all of the not just Netflix, but all the other streaming platforms, they'll say, hey, this is the number one trending show on this platform, but we don't know that. We're just going off what you're saying, and I guess you're trying to protect yourself and you want to make your company look a certain way. I get that, but when you come out with statements like this, of course people are going to throw tomatoes at you. Of course people are going to be like, what the hell? Like, no, you're lying. Like, nah, you're canceling shows that a lot of people love, but it's like, all right, if it doesn't have what you were saying, like that mass appeal, so if it's not Cowboy Bebop where it has that niche audience, but you have something like Stranger Things that's undeniable or... Um, let me see. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, Sandman. Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. So if it's not up to that level, then be prepared for the show to get canceled. And like it, I was saying, that's why I'm like, I'm not too, you know, fascinated on like just dedicating my time to a Netflix show. Yeah. Like so, it's, it is very ridiculous. The, the standards that they're holding these television shows. It's like they all want them to be at the same level of like huge cultural impact successes. Mm-hmm. And even then, like uh, again, like with one of the most recent cancellations, 1899, yep. th- that show, although it didn't like reach that same levels, it was still like pretty heavily talked about. Absolutely. Making it circulation. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I'm like honestly, and I've been saying this time and time again, like the older I get, the more I'm more fascinated on the business side of entertainment, and this is the type of things that I'm like, okay, I need to know more information. I feel like y'all are you're holding information back from you know, the people who want to know, give us this, like a legit reason why. Like, well, it wasn't successful. I'm like, okay, but you're not it's just frustrating it is and i'm like all right yo well at the end of the day y'all better be careful because you know what type of energy that's making me feel like this feels like the energy that your predecessors had remember that predecessor blockbuster yeah remember how blockbuster was talking that big talk not saying that y'all are blockbuster but y'all might want to learn from your predecessors that you know y'all make fun of all the time i get it hindsight's 2020 of course but i'm like hey your, that energy, that like bravado, like oh, we don't cancel any show that's not. I mean, that's successful. I, I'm just feeling that ego. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I, I could be reaching right now, but it, it does feel like, oh, we're Blockbuster. What are we doing? Netflix, get out of here. There, it is like strangely ironic. It's, yeah, right? It's almost like a Greek tragedy. In yeah. Sense. It's like the answer is so obviously in front of you, especially with now with all these other streaming services you can't afford to lose these subscribers you really can't not afford to uh to be messing up the way that you are yeah but like yeah i'm just saying i mean this could be a reach but i feel like y'all are giving off some some blockbuster energy you guys are charging me 20 dollars a month for no ads and you're giving me attitude yeah i don't know i don't know well uh yeah, well, moving on from that story to another streaming platform that's uh, that's been just like Netflix, canceling shows left and right. And, of course, I'm talking about WB with HBO Max. Apparently, they're ending Titans and Doom Patrol. And, uh, yeah, I believe the Hollywood Reporter deadline, they all kind of broke the stories. And um, I believe they actually came out and said in this statement, HBO Max says, while these will be the final seasons of Titans and Doom Patrol, we are very proud of the series and excited for fans to see their climactic endings uh we're grateful for balancey productions and warner brothers television for making such thrilling action-packed heartfelt series we thank titan showrunner greg walker and blah 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 but uh at the end of the day uh both are on their fourth seasons and they have been divided into two parts and both also came from the now shuttered streaming service dc universe so uh there we go. Which uh, I'm not gonna lie, this type of shows that are ending, I'm not too surprised because Titans was kind of like people were just either they liked it or they really hated it. Y- yeah, it's, you know, it it had its fan base and then it had its haters, and yeah. I feel like the haters definitely outweighed the uh, yeah people who supported a little it. bit, a little bit. I've watched Titans a little bit. I mean, it was cool, uh, but it, it didn't stick to me like that. Uh, but on Doom Patrol, on the other hand. Uh huh. That was one of my favorite shows. And same, same. Man, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm okay with it ending uh, after this season because it's kind of like they've done so much and it's getting weirder and weirder. Which I love. I love how weird it's getting. But I can see why some of my other friends who were watching it, they kind of was like, "Um, oh, this is kind of it's little, getting a little too little, far little too there. far out there for me." So I think I'm gonna go ahead and uh check on out and uh. Maybe the, the rat and the cockroach <laughs> making out at the end of season one wasn't yeah, enough for you. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, or the uh, or the butt monsters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was again, you know, just a little bit. You know what I mean? So the, the sex ghosts. The sex go. Oh my gosh, yo! Hey, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, do yourself a favor and uh, go ahead and watch Doom Patrol. Please watch the just, show. Yeah, it's so good. And Brendan Fraser, man, I, yo, don't get me wrong. He's back in the spotlight, killing it. The whale, all of that. But hey. It was this show that got him back popping again, cause he he's amazing. I feel like he should get an award for his this character yes. on the show. You know oh what I'm my saying? God, yes. So, but uh, um, yeah, I I echo those sentiments. I'm not too sad to see uh Titans go. I wasn't really watching it anyway. I am sad to see Doom Patrol go, but with i'm reserving judgment with how i fully feel about it depending on how well they end the fourth season true Um, true that that'll be my i feel like at this point they know that the show is going to end yeah time to like cap it off on a on a high note right um 
Yeah. I uh, yeah, I I I am sweating bullets for the Harley Quinn show though. Just stay stay I on know, a little longer, I know, please. I know. I think I, honestly I think Harley Quinn's going to be safe. I think so I too. I think so. Especially cuz you know your boy James Gunn out here and you know he loves him some <laughs> Harley Quinn. And of course people ask James Gunn cuz of course James Gunn is in the in the line of fire <laughs> every day from DC fans and uh so he actually commented on the the ending of Doom Patrol and Titans and he said that the decision to end the series precedes us but i certainly wish the best for the talented group of creators actors and the rest of the crew that produced both shows so wait were people actually thinking that he was the one that got those shows of course oh my god yeah no they did. <laughs> james gunn really is like in the world war I'm one trenches right you, now man. fighting for his life he is yo i mean <laughs> he's I mean, got I a don't... picture of rocket of rocket raccoon in his yep. wallet that he's just like looking at as yeah. like gunfires going over his head that's why his hair is so white man that's his hair is white white now man i don't think he bleached it that's stress you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah I mean, at man, least he still has hair. At least he still got it for the time being. Who knows, man? Who knows? You know, but uh, but yeah, man. So I'm not too. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, man. I'm like, uh, but like you, I think I hope Doom Patrol. You know, they they end it properly. That's all, man. Uh, but uh, we're going from ending to bringing something back finally because i mean we last couple stories cancellations uh ending shows but appears that adult swim is bringing back aqua teen hunger force that's right that's right so uh they said and i quote we are thrilled to be making more aqua teen hunger force episodes for a new generation of fans building upon their most impressive collection of ip ever assembled um together the author stated in a new release success is optimal and leads to quality so of course the first episode of aqua teen teen hunger force aired on cartoon network in the year 2000 man god 23 years ago uh, and new episodes were released on Adult Swim up until 2015. So, yeah, man. And I believe they have their uh, most recent feature film, Aqua Teen Forever. I was going to say, yeah, there yeah. was a movie, yeah. Yep, Plantasm. Uh, that's going to be on HBO Max February 8th and on Adult Swim March 12th at midnight. So, yeah, man. And uh, I believe these releases will be followed by the next Adult Swim order. So, there you go. If Rick and Morty had to die for us to bring back Aqua, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, <laughs> is that a, it's good, a good trade? That's a, good, a trade. good trade. You go with that trade. All oh right. my god, that's a great show, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that was one of the shows that you really had to. That was one of the shows that really was starting to be like, okay, we're getting to this phase where like the cartoons just gonna get weird, just gonna have just a random, a random fry that, <laughs> and a like, shake. That show <laughs> just going around. Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, yeah, uh, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, classics, just all, mm, yeah, mm. classics right there, man. Ooh. But it is good that they're bringing that back. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see where they're gonna go with it, though. You know what I mean? I oh god, I really, really hope to God that they open with the uh the, the Doctor Weird uh it's like opening skills just like the, the tower in the background. Right. And it's like, gentlemen, behold <laughs> corn. 
Uh, okay, we're going to eat it. Yes. Yes. Let the feast begin. <laughs> and then the corn just starts eating. Starts them. eating it, man. Nah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited, man. Well, thankfully, they're bringing this back, you know, so. Bring back the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. Uh, Best character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other shows that you would want to, like, bring back. Oh, if we're talking about like Adult Swim, yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, we keep it Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. You okay? You know, I, this is going to be out there. Oh, okay. You, oh, well, one um, home movies would be pretty good. Ooh, that's a good black. one. That was, yeah, that, that was, was a good. fun time. Yeah, uh, this one's going to be really, really out there. But okay, Xavier Renegade Angel. Did you ever watch Xavier Renegade? Angel? No, but I know of the show. It is by far like the the weirdest thing I have ever seen. Yeah, and full disclosure, there's a part of my life where I was basically like working three jobs and burning myself out. Oh, I know I was that feeling. So dead tired. Yeah, and all I had the energy to do was just sit down and watch like the that tv show uh-huh. and that tv show got me through some of my darkest times yeah it was just so weird and stupid mm-hmm. the, oh god the the entire because there's an entire scene where like he has a dialogue with himself and he's like who is this who is this i don't know <laughs> but you sound like the ugliest man i've ever seen <laughs> just starts himself. well you know what that brings uh, up that's a great way to bring up who i want to bring back and i don't care how problematic he is Johnny Bravo. That's hey, right. Hey, hey. Yeah. Because you're talking about how that person felt ugly. Like, oh, it was this ugly person. Johnny Bravo exceeds excellence, man. He looks at himself and he's like, oh, who is that gorgeous yeah. man right there? I had to stop. He got the riz on himself. Mama. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Bring Johnny Bravo back. I don't care. I don't care. I, I believe I probably said it last week. Bring Johnny Bravo back. I want to see him back. And I can't wait because I can't wait for all the problematic tweets that's going to come out. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Bring him back. I'll wear his shirt. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yo, moving on from that story. But again, yo, shouts out. I can't wait. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Glad to have y'all back. Uh, but uh, another good news. So we're going from that good news story to this one. Angela Bassett's Black Panther 2 Oscar nomination for the first in MCU, baby. Uh, the first ever. MCU right there, man. Angela Bassett, of course. She's nominated for an Oscar for my... Yeah, man, you know what, though, man? I'm not going to lie. I hope she gets it. She deserves it. She does. Uh, She's well overdue, of course, because uh, she was supposed to get it back in 1993 with What's Love Got to Do With It? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen this movie? No. I I know. I know. I know. I I can talk. I I have it. Okay. I, I give the enthusiastic, yeah. I like Wait, the yeah. What's that movie? I like the yeah. No, no, no. You got to ride. You got to ride for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. With you. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, the first actor to be nominated for a major acting award at the Academy Awards representing the MCU, of course, from her queen, Ramonda character from Black mm-hmm. Panther, Wakanda Forever. And uh, yeah, and also Black Panther was nominated for seven Oscars, including Best Picture. Um, let me see. My guy Ludwig Gorisan's original score, uh, Ruth E. Carter costume design and production design. So uh, yeah, man, I'm hype. 
I'm excited. I can't wait. I, you know, okay. You know, I'm going to talk this because I, I, this is Anne's fault for not being here. Uh oh. I'm ready for Black Panther 2 to bring in more Oscars than Avatar 2, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. it. I don't care about any box office. Who gives a crap about box office? And yeah, the Oscars are stupid, but you <laughs> yeah, know what? That's you true. know what? I'm on that petty <laughs> shit. I'm on that petty shit. I love it. We get, I love it. We get best supporting actress if Avatar 2 gets, or no, if uh, Black Panther 2 gets best picture. Nah, yeah. But you know what? Unfortunately, they were snubbed from best picture, though. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they yeah. were snubbed. Yeah, Dang they it. were snubbed. Yeah. But it's all good, though, man. Hey, hopefully, my girl, man, Angela Bassett, the queen, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, she gets that. And that'll be a huge look for the MCU, man. I, I Oh, yeah. Fingers crossed right there. But regardless, you're still the queen. You know what I'm saying? So that's never to be taken away. No. But uh, one award that definitely needs to be. Uh, I don't want to say taken away, but they definitely had to go sit in the corner for a little bit. And I'm talking about the Razzies. All right. So you go from the Oscars to the Razzies. Of course, if you're not familiar with the Razzies, they're known for giving out the worst of acting and entertainment. Right. Is it like all across or is it just acting? It's the anti-Oscars, right. from my understanding. Yeah. I think that there is more of a focus on acting, but I think there are other Razzies like, for like video editing and right. director, stuff like that. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's what I figured. Um, but yeah, so it looks like uh, the Razzies um, have now introduced an age limit for nominations following a lot of backlash after uh, they nominated 12-year-old actor Ryan Kiera Armstrong for her performance in Firestarter, uh, which also stars Zac Efron. So, I mean, come on now. 12-year-old yeah. girl just, you know, starting in the industry, and they gave they gave her that nomination for Worst Actor. Yeah, and I'm like, fam, no. come on, man. Where, where's this at? <laughs> they, they know that was... Understand, and you know what? And even like the actors who win it, they even they're in on it. They know, you know what I'm saying. A lot of them even accept it with pride, which I love. Right. Like they're good sports about it. But and I mean, but this though, come on, man. That's that is really, really like just not a good look by any means. And especially when when the actor is like that young too, it's like there is so much trust actors put in their directors actually mm-hmm. tell them, Hey, this performance you're giving is legitimately good. Right. And it's one thing to be like an actor that's, you might have like some self-awareness of like, I know this isn't good, but this is what the person's asking. Right. 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 But it's, then it's another thing to be like, you're 12 years old. Yeah. The industry's already so hard. Mm-hmm. on on you and uh now you got this going on like that's that's really just not not yeah not good and um also some uh former child actors actually uh went on twitter and actually uh you know tweeted at the razzies when this first happened uh former child actor devin sawa um a lot of people may know him from uh the final destination franchise yeah he was like one of those teen heartthrobs from back in the day um he basically tweeted that the razzies are run by soulless people nominating a 12 year old f them that child could grow up to be amazing if you hadn't gotten in their head um but also i guess uh he recently deleted the tweet after the the razzies actually apologized also another fellow actor 
child actor Julian Hillard, who was in WandaVision and Doctor Strange. I believe uh, she was one of uh, he was one of the Wanda's kids. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, So he actually went on Twitter and he says the Razzies are already mean spirited and classless. But to nominate a kid is just repulsive and wrong. Why put a kid at risk of increased bullying or worse? Be better. And uh, so it appears that, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, well-deserved backlash was coming their way. And uh, the Razzies founder, John Wilson, went on and apologized. And, uh, you know, he said, like, yeah, all of the uh, the criticism were valid. Um, he did say that he's removing Armstrong's name from the ballot. Uh, he said, we also believe a public apology is owed to Miss Armstrong and wish to say we regret any hurt she experienced as a result of our choices. Uh, also, some of the statement reads, sometimes you do things without thinking, then you are called out for it, then you get it. And that's why the Razzies were created in the first place. So, yeah. So, you know, he apologized for it. You know, he owned up to it. So, you know, I, you know, I give him give him credit for that uh but yeah it's just kind of like come on man like it's yeah like it's sort of like what were you thinking in the first place mm -hmm. like was there stupid juice being served that day oh it's a lot for they had a a little heavy-handed with the stupid juice yeah they had a whole carton of that man they they bought the stupid juice by the case on that one right there oh buy one get one free yeah they had had some bogos on that one right there man a whole lot of it a lot of that stupid juice, man. Well, uh, but they owned up to it. So, uh, but yeah, so now from now on, they're putting a uh, age limit for their nominations. So there we have it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, well, it looks like uh, that about wraps up our news stories for this week. It was a good bit, good bit of uh, news stories, you know, some that were scandalous and cancellations and some of the ego, like we don't cancel no type of successful shows. And But we had some good things, Angela Bassett and uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, man. So we had some good stuff. Yeah, it's oof. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited about the Aqua Team. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fire. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, we'll move right on along to coming soon previews. We got three previews to talk about, man. Get excited about, or maybe be on the fence about. Who knows? But the first one you may mention about Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn heard you, and she answered the call because she has a very problematic Valentine's Day special. Woo! That's right. Premiering February 9th on HBO Max. You ready to check it out? Oh, give it to me. Give it to me. Holy shit, do I love Valentine's Day. Not only is it the gushiest, mushiest, most romantic day of the year, but for 24 hours, you have a bulletproof excuse for doing cheesy fish for your partner. Oh, what's not to love about Valentine's Day? Just as long as it's low key. Men are from Mars, women Venus. Let me guess, you want to have a bigger penis, right? I, well... I got that money from everybody's face. Who is pumped for the best DD ever? I saw her cold, dead eyes from across the room. Dark side is in love. All right. What's your thoughts on this, man? You excited? Oh, my God. I love the show too much. <laughs> I love the show too much. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. God, this looks so good. And I, I'm so excited that they're they're actually like doing like independent like little one off specials too. Mm -hmm. I, I hope there's like a Christmas or a Halloween themed special. Oh yeah, around that'd the be fire as well. Yeah, I would love that. 
Ooh, a Harley Quinn Thanksgiving. That one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Nah. And, and you know what, man? Everything seems right in line with Harley Quinn, Poison yes. Ivy. You know what I'm saying? That whole loving relationship is just, you know, it's just always it's a little too loving. A little bit. A little bit. You know, but it's Valentine's Day special. So you it's all about the love, man. All about it. Uh, I also like I've I've stated in this before, but Bane is like one of my favorite side characters in the oh, entire yeah. thing. Yeah, it looks like he's going to go for a ride. They got they got <laughs> my boy Etrigan in this. They do. Ah, uh, and God, like there's so much. Like I was telling um uh, Alicia the other day that like so much of what's good with DC is just like the little side characters, that right? You can, like goof over, yeah. Like, Detective Chimp. He's he's a Sherlock Holmes monkey man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, or uh, you got you got Etrigan, who is the uh, the demon that mm-hmm. speaks and rhymes all yeah. the time. Yeah, you're right, man. Their side characters are amazing. Ugh. Like we care more about them. You're right, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I love this show. I echoed my sentiments about how much I love this show, and uh, I definitely can't wait, man. This is going to be a blast. It looks crazy as always, and I wouldn't want any less. You know what I'm saying? This is how I want Harley Quinn, and I cannot wait. And again, that's going down February 9th, right before Valentine's Day. So you and that very special someone that you love so much, as long as they're of age, because this ain't for yes. kids. No, as long no, as they're no, of no. age, have yourself a good time. Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day special. Again, coming on HBO Max February 9th. Uh, next up, we'll get into this one right here. This one came out of nowhere. It appeared like a ghost. See what I did there? <laughs> uh, we have the trailer for We Have a Ghost, and uh, that's coming out Friday, February 24th on Netflix. You ready to check it out? Uh, let's do it. I a we have a ghost. Okay. No, I'm serious, Kevin. Caught him on camera. Oh, we got to show him off. No, 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 no. The entire world is captivated with Ernest. Three million views in six minutes. That's money. <laughs> Our whole street's kind of bad thanks to you guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not funny. I'm Kevin. Oh, that's so trippy. Can you talk? What happened to you? You don't remember? <laughs> Mystery. If we're gonna find out what happened out there our orders to apprehend the ghost light him up being an outlaw suits you all right what's your thoughts on this one right here this seemed pretty interesting this looks so cute yeah it it looks like uh yeah it looks like a good little comedy i mean uh, one you've got david harbour in it as as a ghost so Mm -hmm. uh there's that uh our guy anthony mackie that's right cap is in it yeah cap yeah uh, he's there um god yeah no it um i just love the the premise of uh, (laughs) we are being haunted by a ghost but instead of them all being like like sure they're kind of scared at first but it's like oh snap we got we got ghosts let's film this right got, exactly be big yeah. chase the clout <laughs> nah yeah man uh, uh yeah it's crazy man but it, it definitely made and that's the funny thing it's like is making the main character's family like social media sensation so yeah. everybody want to like oh man we're we're viral now you know uh <laughs> but uh yeah this looks interesting it looks funny um 
And I, I ain't gonna lie, when I first saw the title, I was like, oh, okay, this is gonna do like a, a horror thing? Like, all right. I wasn't sure too if it was like actually going to be a a, a horror like or if it was going to be a um a parody. But uh right. yeah, no, it's a yeah, <laughs> it's a parody. It's a good it's little a, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh hey man, fingers crossed, man. I I'm definitely gonna watch it. Uh definitely uh got me intrigued. I wait to see this, man. That would be something too, because you ever you go on YouTube and watch those uh those people going them haunted houses, they got like millions of freaking views. Oh, yeah. And they just go like, oh, we're yeah. going to go investigate the haunted fill in the blank. I'm like, all right. So, uh, so and I mentioned this because I said I used to be a tour guide in Charleston. Uh, yeah, I used to be a ghost tour guide. Oh, snap. Too. Yeah. And uh, I used to like uh, walk around in the the graveyards at night. Oh, hell Telling no. people hell these ghost nah. stories. Uh, walking through the streets of Charleston at night. There was uh, the one in like the dungeon that we would go into. Oh, it's all pitch black and the, ooh, that was honest to god that was like my favorite place because like it just looked so creepy yeah and then when you you just you tell the story in the right moment then you pop and then like everyone just like freaks ooh ooh there's nothing better you almost there's gave me a heart attack just better. now yeah nah if uh if you had a ghost if you witnessed a ghost what, yeah. what, what would you do jason if i witnessed one yeah then i'll be that's it well, if, if I it. if I seen some, if you're if you are with me, uh -huh. okay, this is when you must follow. For all of my people out there, you know the the stereotypes of of the black guy dying or being in a haunted house and just stand. No, we don't investigate. We run. We I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? The ghost would see me leave. That's <laughs> that's basically what that would have been. It's like, all right, yeah, you you see me, you know what it is. I'm like, no, I know. You got it. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. I'm like, look, no, no lie. My grandfather, God rest his soul, he used to tell me that uh, in his house, he had like a little attic and I would hear stuff at night and throughout the day. And he was like, no, it's just a ghost up there. It's like, it's no big deal. Like, we know <laughs> he's up there. It's just a ghost. I'm like, you serious? He's like, yeah, he's just up there. Ain't no big thing. I'm like, I'm not that way. I'm not just going to be, no, I'm not cool with this. So they had to talk me into going back over there. I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not playing this game. I will sit there and watch. I like watching them. And I like and I'll look in the background like, oh, did something did something move? Right. Oh, hell no. Nah. All right. Cool. I'll watch it all day. I love horror, but let me see. If I see a ghost is over. Y'all better follow hey, y'all better follow me. If I got the car keys and you rode with me, your ass is staying if you ain't in that car. You understand me? You better get there. Uh, so a ghost, like the the ghost of Jacob Marley's face just pops up in the wall right next to you. Mm. And you're saying as soon as that face pops up, you will trample over me. Yeah, I'm going. Okay, that's it. That's it. <laughs> if the podcast is automatically, but you hear the mics. Well, <laughs> that's it. Don't look behind you now. No, nah, come on, man. Don't. Stop. Stop. Come on, I man. Mean, it's I'm serious little, right now. Mm, All right. Go ahead and play. <laughs> go ahead and play. I, hey, Ooh, boy, I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing that. But but that's cool though, man. You actually got to to be a tour guide like that in the ghost. So did you do like around Halloween season? Uh, it was honest. or just like throughout because I know Charleston always have those ghost stores, right? They're, yeah, they always do them year round. I worked seasonally, but by that I mean I would work like near the beginning of spring when tourism would start to pick back it up, start to get warm and out. Then and stuff. normally by the time like. After Halloween is mm. when I would tell them to like take me off the uh, the call list because that's when it's super like, crazy. That's when it get uh, no after Halloween is when oh it's, uh, like that's when it starts to die down. Oh okay. Well, I think there's like a little bit of a bump around Christmas time because that's when you get a bunch of people like traveling again. But okay. It okay. It wouldn't be worth it. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a fun time in my life, but also I 
don't miss it. I um like I miss the little performances. I miss some of the people, mm. and I uh, I will say this: I miss the bachelorette parties because hey, the bachelorette parties the were always a fun time, especially like after they've had like a few drinks. With oh them. It's like, yeah! Oh, you you I can they literally. Drop- tell them anything and they will just they it. freak out. No, like, that's always that fun. brick that you're standing on there, that's where he died. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they just straight up buzz drunk off their minds, man. Yeah, yep. nah, that's, that's, oh man, that sound like a good time, but I ain't going. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like to hear about it. I hear about it the next day at work, <laughs> but that's about it. Awesome, man. But yeah, so uh, for all our listeners out there, man, if you want to check it out, man, again, it's going out Netflix Friday, February 24th. And last but certainly not least, we've made mention of DC side characters, but this character right here is definitely not a side character. This is one of the one of the big ones. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about Shazam, baby. <laughs> Shazam is back, man. Shazam and the fury of the gods All right y'all ready to check out this trailer oh yeah let's let's get into it yeah a lot has changed in the last few years the wizard gave me superpowers Shazam! and then everybody got superpowers started from the bottom now we're here all right here's the situation started from the bottom now the whole team here the daughters of atlas are coming to hunt us children stole the power of the gods ripped it from our father's core. Okay, I feel like maybe I should be writing all this down. Give us the powers, child. Your world will not survive this. You want these powers? Come get them! Hey, Khaleesi! Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. We have one job to do. Save the world. All right. What's your thoughts on it? Oh my god. I don't I don't want to get my hopes up too much for a DC movie, especially in this day and age, but like, damn it, they got me. They got you. They got me. The, All right. I'm, I'm I'm excited. Just like everything like watching this, it's like, why wasn't this the Wonder Woman movie? Why wasn't this the sequel to it? Like, there's so many, like, monsters flying in there. Superheroes battling dragons. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is, yeah. That's, 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 nah, that's, yes. that is right up uh, Wonder yes. Woman's alley. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I so the the villains in this the the daughters of Atlas, uh, they're completely original characters. Yeah, I was gonna say so. I'm like, I'm not familiar with these characters at all. Yeah, but they're they're not from the comic books at all. Um, Lucy Liu looks great in this. Both of them look great in this. But mm-hmm. uh, I really liked that this idea though that like these are two like vengeful like daughters of a deity that. Like they're supposed to have the power of their their right. fathers, but instead it's being wasted on like oh, this, this kid. kid? Yeah. yeah, I feel so. I feel away too. Like man, give me this, man. You don't need this right here, man. Um, yeah, I'm with you on this, man. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. I love the first movie. I'm not gonna lie though. I'm a little, I'm a little timid. Well, what's the right word? Um, I'm well. You know what? I'm kind of nervous on the fact that when the first movie was such a grounded movie and now this, and it was a huge success and the second one, I'm like, all right, let's go super big. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm not mad that they do it, but also I'm kind of like, uh, I'm just, 
I understand sequels do that. Like, okay, we got to go bigger and even like, you know, destruction even more. And I'm like, ah, it's kind of like a, like a fine line. You kind of have to tiptoe, right? Cause do you want to go really big, 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 or do you want to kind of, I feel like you want to gradually get to that point, but you know, whatever, man. I mean, you know what I'm I, in, I'm all for it. I can't wait to see it, but that's just, I would see that in a lot of sequels to films. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I hard agree with that statement. Yeah. Especially like as you're saying this, the thing that comes to mind is Godzilla, the King of Monsters. Oh, I love Godzilla. Like that movie had like such a great ending to it. Such a like it ends with Godzilla fighting uh King Ghidorah. Yeah. And just taking him out in like one of the coolest ways possible. The ending with like all the other monsters like just bowing, bowing. recognizing yeah. his power. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you see this, it's like Okay, and now you're going to set up him fighting King Kong. Yeah, like, no, it should have been the other way. Should have been around. the other way around, right? It, yeah, it, this. Mm, that's yeah. my that's my only yeah. like apprehension of like uh, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna see it, of course, because uh, you know, I mean, you got Helen Marin. Yo, man, Sinbad in this. Oh yeah, that's right. Sinbad is in this, man. Hey, and of course, man, you got. I mean, star-studded cast. You got my girl making good. That's that's my boo right there. Oh, I love mm. me some making good. My goodness. So you see all of that happening. Uh, I'm in, but you know, that's just my little like. Ah, do they have to go that big? But I, I love the plot, though. I mean, I love these are characters that are different, and so yeah, I'm we in. are we are still building up to. Mr. Mind, however, oh. the, uh, the talking caterpillar, yeah, <laughs> another yeah. gem of a DC yeah. character. Give it to me. I know. I know. Mm. Can't wait. Give me my Mr. Mind. Give me Mr. <laughs> Mixospitalik. Give me Gorilla Grodd. Oh, it's coming. Who, who else? Uh, give me uh, uh, Killer, Killer Moth. Moth. Yep. Killer Moth. Ooh, give, it, give me all the weird villains. Give all me all the weirdos. All of them. You're going to get them, man. Well, uh, but yeah. So be on the lookout, man. March 17th. We'll see what happens, man. I think it's going to do well because uh, I don't see. Wait, is there? No, Ant Man's in February, right? Ant Man's in February. Okay, never mind. So yeah, they they good. I think they're going to own March. So, uh, but yeah, March seventeenth, Shazam: Fury of the Gods definitely be there. We'll definitely have a review. Best believe for that one. And uh, yeah, and it looks like that about wraps up all of our previews that we had this week. So uh, if you're excited or if you're not so excited, definitely let us know. And as always, man, make sure you follow us at the comic sections. You can key in, stay in tune with all the latest trailers when they drop so you can let us know if you're excited or not or also the news story i forgot to mention that so whenever a breaking news story happens head over to our social media page at the comic section so you know when a news story breaks or a trailer breaks all right and uh last but certainly not least we're going to move on to reviews and uh obviously for the listeners who know me y'all know man you know I'm, right now i'm currently watching last of us and i'm i already rated the first episode i'm waiting for everything to end uh, but I definitely need something new to watch. So I'm saying this to say, I ain't got nothing for y'all <laughs> this week. <laughs> y'all know the vibes, man. Y'all know how I get down, man. I need some new stuff, man. Shout out to Twitchy J. He put me on to uh, what, Oak Studios. That Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. So I'm going to uh, watch that. Also, you people, I know that just came out on Netflix. We're recording this episode on Saturday. So it came out yesterday. And uh, so be on the lookout next week. I'm definitely going to have a review for that. But Rigel, I know you said you got some stuff to talk yes, about, right? I, I do indeed. Uh, so um, uh, 
Uh, also, to go on with what we were talking about last week, I am still planning on watching House Party. Uh, the the original, so, right? The original okay, House Party. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Do not. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So we, <laughs> I will be covering that next time. That's on, right. On the show for Black History Black Month. Black History Month, baby. Mm. I can't wait. But uh, before we get there, because <laughs> this episode comes out on Monday, so yep. we still got we still got a little time. Uh, I've got uh, two other reviews I want to talk about. Uh, so first thing I want to go over real quick, and mm-hmm. this is probably something that uh, a few people have uh, heard of already going around, uh, Puss in Boots. Yeah, that's the right. Last Wish. Mm. Um, this movie has been, it's been pretty well talked about. Like it's a lot of people have been going around, like everything that I've heard about it was, uh, people were just surprised with, uh, how good this movie is actually is yeah uh because like you you see the the trailers for it. it's another no uh dreamworks uh spinoff with the uh the character of puss in boots mm-hmm. played once again by antonio banderas yeah um but this thing things are a little bit different uh so the movie's basically about uh puss in boots has officially gone down to his last life you know cats have nine lives mm-hmm. puss has died eight times mm. and he is officially on his last life yeah and at first he's still pretty cocky about everything until he comes across a bounty hunter uh a big bad wolf bounty hunter oh snap puts him in his place and uh basically is like no i'm bringing you in dead like just <laughs> whoops the floor of him and is like come come on you, yeah. you want to fight let's do this let's do it and uh puss in boots is like faced with his own mortality mm. uh and th- runs away hides goes into hiding until he learns of um of the last wish and it's like the the falling star landed on the earth and whoever finds it is granted one singular wish mm. uh and so uh he goes off on this quest uh joining him is a uh, uh kitty soft paws returning from the last puss in boots movie okay. played by salma hayek yeah uh, you've also got uh harvey gillian uh who is uh Guillermo and the uh the what we do in the shadows tv show right who plays a new character a chihuahua who uh accompanies puss in boots who uh his goal is like he's never really had any like dreams or wants or desires of his own he just wants to be a therapy dog and just wants to be friends and make people happy right uh and so they go on this quest to find the last wish uh going up against villains such as goldilocks and the three bears goldilocks being played by florence Pugh, Ooh. and a uh, big an- antagonist of the movie uh jack horner played by john mulaney himself what all right yeah and the this character is absolutely hilarious yeah like, okay uh, first of all john mulaney Still, still a hilarious guy. Absolutely, He's done some questionable stuff in recent times. Yeah, but still, you know he can't. You know, can't all be perfect. Yeah, 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 you know he can't bat a thousand. Yeah, but still, absolutely uh, hilarious what they do with his character because like he's a r- lame nursery rhyme mother goose ah, uh, character. Yeah, and he doesn't have any magic, uh, but he's surrounded himself with magical items that he has stolen from other uh magical beings like he's got a collection of unicorn horns and he's got like a phoenix uh, mm-hmm. trapped um 
Yeah, so uh, it's like I was saying, it's um, you go into it like expecting that fun, zany humor of the Shrek movies, right? But it gets surprisingly deep. Oh, like, okay, there are moments where like it has like real humanity to it, like Puss fully has to deal with the fact that like he is going to die and yeah. comes to terms with that. It, yeah, man. It goes places you don't think a freaking Puss in Boots movie it will. It's deep, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and plus the animation is stellar. The music is absolutely fantastic. Who is your favorite fearless hero? That's like the <laughs> opening title song to it. It's just all around really great time. Dope. Um, one one final thing I have to mention. Okay. It's going back to uh, the Jack Horner character. This is a mild spoiler, but I just have to, because it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. At one point, because like I said, he has a collection of magical items that he uses. One of the things that he has is a ethical bug, which is a, a spoof off of Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. From, like from Pinocchio. Right. But instead of it being Jiminy Cricket. It's still a cricket, but it's a cricket doing a Jimmy Stewart impression. Okay. <laughs> so it's like the entire time I was like, oh yeah, I'm your conscience and I'm here to guide you in the right way. Right, right. And he's like, so, so tell me, uh, was there uh, anything like, you know, gotten you down recently? Like, what, what do you want this uh, this wish for? And uh-huh. it's like, oh yeah, well I just want to be able to steal all the magic in the universe. And all take it all. It's like, um okay that's that's something like it's just so hilarious yeah give this a nine out of ten all right there we go please watch it nine out of ten for puss in boots man yeah no i've heard i've heard a lot of people say it's a really really good movie so i'm gonna have to check that out man i'm gonna have to check it out all right and so uh i've got one more review okay um and this one is actually a book that I finished that we've we've talked about on the show a long, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, this is Jeanette McCurdy's I'm Glad My Mom Died. Damn. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, so this, mo- this book, uh, like everyone was talking about it when it dropped. Oh, yeah. And as soon as it like I heard about it, I really wanted to read it. And mm-hmm. it took me a while, but uh, I finally got it. And not only did I get a chance to read it, I listened to the audiobook, which is and she performed voiced by Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, yes, man. Read Let by it the all author. hang out. And, um, you okay? You know what? This is an appropriate time uh, for us to put the new button that we've installed in honor of Ant. Go ahead. Emotional damage. <laughs> Are you serious? Is this? Yeah, it does sound like bro, it is emotional damage, bro. You okay? You feel a certain kind of way uh while you're going through the book, and then after you're done with the book, especially like as. As I was going through it, mm-hmm. um, I felt a certain amount of anger, especially towards the the huge amount of press and media attention that it was getting because there was so much focus on the Nickelodeon scandal. Yeah. That's how like they, they offered to pay her hush money, mm-hmm. uh, the whole like Dan Schneider controversy of, of stuff going on in there, um, which element is a part of the book and like critical parts of the book, certainly, but so much of this story is her dealing with her mother's, just the abuse that her mother 
put her through and not mm. even like realizing at the time that it is uh, abuse of nature and her just whirlwind of a life going through all of this. Like you read this book and it seems very obvious to you being an outsider looking in that like, this is not a good, healthy relationship. This right. is not a good situation for her to be in. Cause mm -hmm. Jeanette fully expresses in the book that like, she when she, even when she's a kid she is fully aware of the fact that like she doesn't want to be an actor gotcha she never, she never wanted never wanted to do mm. any of this yeah but it was all her just trying to please her mom and she thinks mm. if she makes her mom happy right she's going to make herself happy mm -hmm. it's not until the point that her mother dies that she then realizes well at like a certain point like why am i still acting it, right it, like at that at certain points like, okay this is my job but then she like starts going through therapy because like there's whole other aspects of the book like there's a whole section where it talks about how her mother uh basically like taught her an eating disorder oh wow and that's something that like stuck with her for like the rest of her life yeah and huh? Uh, yeah, no, it's very tragic. It's very, very heartbreaking, but mm. definitely de I cannot hot recommend this highly enough to, um, to read okay. and go through, yeah. uh, especially if you were someone like me who like grew up watching iCarly, mm -hmm. um, you definitely need to, to see this cause it like, it definitely like when you see it, it, I don't want to say it like ruins the show, but it's like, there are moments that she talks about in the book and you can like pinpoint it to like when certain episodes are taking place in the show. And you're right, like, right, right. I remember ah, that. Dang it, man. It hurts now. Cause I remember, uh, obviously when we first talked about it, like everyone was talking about the, uh, controversy about like Ariana Grande and how, you know, when this book came out, it was like, oh, man, she dissing Ariana Grande. What happened? You know, and and after the breakdown of what you're saying, it's like, oh, OK. Uh, yeah. Like and seeing like or reading a little bit of the excerpt on on that situation, I'm like, oh, yeah, and I would feel a way, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, like when you get to the part where like, honestly, the Ariana Grande stuff is just one chapter mainly yeah. of just her expressing that and it's like when you read it it's like i can completely see why she would feel again uh, again fully express the fact that like she didn't want any of this right and then she's in the industry and then she's getting shafted by the industry right that she's been working so hard to maintain now here's my yeah. question mm -hmm. uh is she good financially did she like talk about that in the book like even though she didn't want to be in it like is she because i mean obviously well i would think i'm just assuming here so if i'm wrong definitely correct me uh but you know i'm thinking you know she she's good with money right or no for the mo from what i understand especially like because th th she talks about in the book how like she grew up in poverty how mm -hmm. her mother they always like struggled to pay bills on time right all that stuff i got but then you. when it came to the point like when the iCarly show picked yeah up, that's what i'm saying yeah. she got to like a a good like level of comfort where that wasn't something they really needed to worry about anymore. gotcha gotcha and um she does talk about how like she she has money and it doesn't seem like it gets to a point where like she 
that she like faces like any real financial hardships. At least nothing right. that she goes that's, into and detail. That's, yeah, that's what I was wondering because it's like but, you, you know how those child actors can go. Yeah, but you also get like the uh, the part in the book where she talks about like Nickelodeon offers her three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for her never to talk about any of her experiences with the uh, the quote unquote creator. Yeah, and she like she turns it down on the principal like this is hush money. I'm not taking hush money. That's, mm-hmm. that's stupid. And then, uh, she, after she rejects it, she pauses for a moment. She's like, crap, that was a lot of money. It's 300 K man. 300. Yeah. Now, like, now she's, here, she's good. Off, she's, she says in the book, like she's she good, good off, but like 300,000, that's 300 K. I ain't gonna lie, man. Cause that's one thing I was wondering about. Cause you know, it seems like, you know, even though she didn't want to do it, she was smart enough to like, you know, save her money and, you know, put it to where it's actually making money for her and maybe get residuals from any time to show reruns or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Don't know it all of that, but it seems like she's cool. But I ain't gonna lie, when you brought up that three hundred K, like if someone were to offer you three hundred K for hush money, would you take it? Three hundred K. It's a mm, you know what? Hey. I guess it would depend on what it is I'm being paid to be kept quiet about. Mm. I guess that that that's that interesting, really right? The, yeah, yeah. that is a lot. That's a lot of, of money. money. It ain't like it's like a couple thousand, three hundred k. But what am I being paid to to be? I mean, am I cool? Am I cool swallowing that? consciously like is this 300k i mean to expose a uh like a pedophile or is this 300k to keep secret that like unicorns exist i will keep that unicorn secret you want to keep the unicorn, <laughs> keep the unicorn <laughs> if it's something like benign but something that like oh this will change the world if it's like exposed like oh what if aliens you- are real or something like that. oh yeah well they might they just take you out they might just kill you <laughs> i'm just i'm saying like what if you saw like your boss do something Something, you know, Ooh. something, something not so HR appropriate. Ooh. Would you say something then? Or would you take that like, hey, all right, look, I know what you thought you saw. But just in case you did see something, here's a little 300K to make you change your mind. Huh? I, I'm How about think- that? Uh, I'm thankful I'm in a position where like I don't have to worry about that. Oh, the, the work experience, the, the like the no, the work experience I oh, have okay. is just very good. But um, there we go. Uh, I probably still wouldn't take. You wouldn't that take the three hundred of like, yeah, no. It's like, uh, little, oh, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, I say this because I'm like, hey man, three hundred k. <laughs> i mean it's something to think about it ain't like a, you know mm-hmm. now if they were to go up it ain't you know a lot of people you know more like nah i would never but if the number goes up a little bit you gonna pause a little bit you're gonna take a moment there is a more, yeah. and it, ain't, it ain't like a quick no no more it's like all right hey how about 500k it's like that's something you mm. I think honestly, to keep it real, I think With, even if it is a bad thing, you, you might pause for a second. We are living in <laughs> a, a capitalist society. We are. There's an old adage: everyone has a price. That's right. At some point, quote the million there's dollar just, man. Yeah, there's yeah, there's um. Everybody got a price. Everyone's man. got a price at some point, or at least for you yeah. to pause. Like at you're least, rubbing yeah, your chin. You go, you go pause for a quick set. Like, you know, let me talk to my family about this really quick. Let me let me think this one over. Let me get back to you in about a day. 
Listen, no, I'm I ain't gay or nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no. that's all I'm saying. You know, but uh, cool, Ooh. man. So, so what do you rate the book? Like, oh you- yeah, the the book definitely is a um a ten out of ten. Uh, oh, all right. With again, so going to mention caveats with this, like there are trigger warnings for uh, obviously like uh, abusive relationships and for eating disorders. So if you're someone who has struggled with that, just be mindful that those exist in the, uh, the book. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I will also end on a light note. Okay. A reason why you should read this book too, Mm -hmm. is uh, there are good moments of joy in her life that she does talk about and one of the things I was actually very pleasantly surprised to learn about was her close friendship with Miranda Cosgrove. Oh, okay. Well, Those that's good. To like Miranda Cosgrove basically was her first real friend. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, those two still have like, the, she talks about at the end of the book how like they've kind of drifted apart, but like they're still cool. Yeah, they're still good. like very good. good friends. Uh, like, yeah, the, it was very heartwarming reading the the parts where um where her and Miranda were interacting together. Oh, okay. So that that's th- good. Then. That is one that's good really thing. good part in the books. So. Well, that's good, man. Well, you know what? Hey, um, well, thankfully that you know they have some some good relationships like that because obviously that was far after my time in Nickelodeon. Because when you bring up that relationship, I think of Keenan and Kel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I yeah. think so. It's it's always it warms my heart when I see Keenan blowing up and like Kel, like Kel will be there. Like I remember what was it? He was hosting was it the Emmys? I think yeah. And then like Kel, like he was just walking and doing a little skit, and then Kel popped up. It was like oh yeah, you know. And there's rumors that a Good Burger Two is coming. Uh, so yeah. that that relationship it kind of reminds me of of Keenan and Kel when you're talking about uh, uh Jeanette and um and uh Miranda Cosgrove. Cosgrove so yeah man well hey man that's awesome man see look at that man we're reviewing books here too baby you know what I'm saying <laughs> educated educated that's what I'm talking about man I love it man you know what man I might review a book because I'm, I'm definitely a big book reader and uh I might have to review uh I'm, I'm more of the, like the self-help kind that I like to uh to read about and stuff but uh awesome man good good stuff right there and uh, I think that's a good way to go ahead and end out today's issue 209 in the books so uh definitely another great episode and as always before we wrap things up man Roger you want to let the people know where they can contact you yeah yeah you guys can find me on uh Facebook Instagram and TikTok my personal slash cosplay page is uh flash dot for photography.cause uh which i need to do more stuff on because i looked at it this morning and uh-huh. i realized i haven't posted since hey December. man you get busy though man hey busy I've been very busy that's yeah. how it goes man uh and then for my all-around meme-tacular page talk that talk i you can find me at always sunny and watchman that's right i'd be dropping the the dankest of memes <laughs> dropped a couple the other day after posting some for the show yeah uh, talking about the panic at the disco breakup baby. yeah man the 
panic is over, you may return to the disco, oh, son. Oh, man. And Adult Swim, if you are listening, you can find me at That's either of about. those places. That's Hit right. Hit me up, baby. Hit him up. Hit him uh, up, Adult man. Swim, I'm going to be swimming in you. Hey. I'm, I'm coming for you, Adult Swim. <laughs> you better put on your, your adult diapers. Cause I'm gonna, saying. You're going to hit you with my poop ray. That's a, that, it's so easy. It's easy. It's so easy. Wait, matter of fact, have you been uh, near the, uh, um, what is it? Not, uh, what's the name of the street? Um, damn it. But uh, where Adult Swim is at? No. Like, was it Johnson Street or something? I, oh, my <laughs> God. actually on Johnson Street. Hold up, man. I'm like, now I'm like, oh, man, what's the name? Because you, like, that actual street at the end, that little tag. Uh, let me see. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know exactly you know what, what you're, about. you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Hold up, man. Uh, <laughs> but you know it's not far. It's in Atlanta. So, I mean, you know, we can go oh, up there. Oh, that's a little... That is not too far. That ain't too far, I'm man. I'm coming for you, Adult Swim. That's right. That's hey. right. Yeah, man. What's the name of that thing? I'm I'm losing my mind right now. Daggummit. Um... But anyway, <laughs> you got the poop brains, Jason. I do, I, I do, I do, man. All right, somebody, I know, like somebody um, on our list is going to know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man, make sure you know you hit up Rigel, man. Get him in this, uh, get him in the Adult Swim, man. That's what I'm, I'm trying to go. I've been by there a few times. I've driven by it at least. I want to take a tour. I promise you, I can come up with a better uh, adult animation show than freaking uh, Koala Man. <laughs> I saw the previews for that. That was another thing. That was another Justin Roiland project that they cut ties with him with. And uh, yeah, no, I I saw the preview for that. I was like, this looks stupid. Right, this right. This looks dumb. Yeah. Opposed to my parody superhero character, the Milkman. That's right. The dude who has unbreakable bones. It's William Street. It's William Street. That's okay, what it was. There we go. All right, I said Johnson Street. But you know, yeah, like that little white uh, logo. Yeah, William Street. But anyway. You got you got Johnson's on the brain, J-Rock? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm just saying, got, man. It's of the Willies. You got the Johnson's. <laughs> <laughs> this world's right. full of Willies and Johnsons. Willies and Johnsons, me, man. I'm a, you know me? I'm a buff man. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Man. All right. Well, hey, man. Make sure you follow Rigel on there. Make sure you follow our producer extraordinaire, Reggie C., who's gearing up for season three of Sonic Embassy Presents Podcast. So uh, make sure you follow him to keep in touch because uh, he's posted a few little, you know, little teases of episode or season three of his podcast so be on the lookout for that also make sure you follow yours truly j rock the mic on facebook instagram no twitter at j-r-o-c-d-a-m-i-c and as always make sure you follow the comic section everywhere on social media facebook instagram twitter and tiktok if you don't stop you know what i'm saying and uh definitely getting a lot of love from tiktoks man yes yeah it's been it's been amazing you know i'm like <laughs> and i love it man so definitely follow us all on there and most importantly follow us at the comic section network.com again that's the comic section network.com check out all of the shows this show and all the other affiliated shows of the comic section network and while you're there head up the merch tab shout out to our merch partners exotic enclave check out all the latest merch that we got at the comic section store and make sure you use promo code best fans ever save yourself 10 percent off of all the items in the comic section merch store right 
And uh, I think that about wraps everything up, man. We got I feel like everything's good to go. wrapped up. It looks like a good little present. We got yeah. a little treat for you guys. A little treat right there. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what, man? I'm definitely excited as always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. Our downloads, our plays, our streams, all of that has been going up tremendously week by week. And uh, we definitely appreciate you all spreading the word, tuning in, and uh, letting more people know about us so we can get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's the goal, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take comic section to a whole nother level we'll go to the deep space where darth vader is that's right deep space man deep space nine deep space you know what I'm no saying? not just deep space nine deep space 18 it's nine <laughs> times two there we go double it up that's where we going all right so as always thank you guys so much for tuning in i've been your host jason alongside my co-host Roger. and we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the comic section podcast Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network.